Hey everyone, it's Marcia and welcome to my Breaking Lies, Building Truth podcast. As you lean in and listen to this episode, I believe you will hear something that resonates with you, that helps you to move forward in your life. Something that fundamentally breaks down a lie that you've believed about yourself or something that inspires you to build on truth. So as you've chosen to put this time aside to receive, my hope is that it leaves you encouraged. How we see ourselves. For this particular podcast episode, this was driven very much by you. On my social media platforms, I asked you all a question. I asked you all to private message me one thought that you think about yourself that you don't really like. The responses were immense, not just from women, but from men as well. And thank you to the men that are joining this conversation. And the first time that I read through everyone's responses, the one word that jumped out a lot was the word enough. Some of you believe the lie that I lived under for so many years of not being pretty enough. For others of you, it was not smart enough, not good enough, not thin enough, not quick enough, not being enough. So I went to the dictionary and I looked up the definition of the word enough and it reads as much or as many as is required. I'll say that again, as much or as many as is required. And as I sifted through various definitions of the word enough, one word that kept standing out to me a lot was the word required. And so my automatic response was to ask a question that many of you will have heard me ask before. Required according to who? Required by who? Who gets to decide what is required to deem something enough? When it comes to what we're measuring ourselves by, It's about who or what we deem to be the authority figure. So have a think on that. Who is it in your life that you deem to be the authority figure who gets to decide what is required to deem something within you enough? Let me give you an example. You go for a job interview and you don't get it. Your automatic reaction is, well, I'm clearly not smart enough. The really interesting thing is if I was to ask my clients that question and I say to them, you know, according to who? The the response is often, well, according to them. Because if I was smart enough, they would have offered me the job. Now, sticking with this example, there are many factors, many factors that come into play when a job is being offered. And real talk, you clearly are smart enough in their eyes as they've called you for interview in the first place. It's the lies of the mind that want you to interpret their no as you're not smart enough. So where do those lies actually come from? Because that's the thing, isn't it? The seeming enough isn't always about seeming enough in their eyes. If we're honest with ourselves and we dig a little deeper here, we tend to find that what we're really saying is that I don't think that I'm enough. It's actually a standard that we're holding ourselves to, or rather holding ourselves captive to. It is lies. And how do I know that? Because accepting those thoughts in your mind makes you feel less than others. And that's not right. And I will not accept that thinking on your behalf, not on my watch. When it comes to how you see yourself, start to become more aware of the thoughts in your mind that might have the phrases not and enough in them. Those thoughts where you come away feeling less than. And I want you to challenge your thinking few questions for you. What makes you accept that thought about yourself? 
What's your reason for allowing that thought to reside within you, about you? Thinking that way about yourself, how's that working out for you, as I like to say? It's time to change the narrative when it comes to how we see ourselves, but you can't simply live off how others see you, whether that be good, bad or ugly. You have to start looking at yourself in a more favourable light. Now, you're not going to get there overnight, but you at least have to start. So start by becoming aware. Choose to believe that you are enough, even if you just try that thinking for one week. Just try it. And let's begin to accept the positive, beautiful truth, not the lies, but the truth when it comes to how we see ourselves. This leads into my second point. When I went back and reread over all of your messages again, most of them from women, as I say, great to see the men joining the conversation, but reading through them all, I just got this overwhelming sense of, my goodness, we are so hard on ourselves. We really are. We're so hard on ourselves. Now, I know I had asked you to send me in that thought about yourself. But the thing that stood out for me at this point were the many phrases attached to your answers, like, where do I start? Or, are you sure you only want one? Or, I have a list of you'd like more, and so on. Isn't it wild? I mean, I'm sure it's not a surprise to any of us, but it is wild. We women, especially, I can speak as a woman, we women especially can hold ourselves to such a standard. And I mentioned that a little earlier there. And if you have been following me for a while, you'll know that that's been a real part of my own personal development journey, those unrelenting standards. But really, we are so very, very hard on ourselves and our thinking. And I suppose the question that I have pondered is a pretty obvious one. Why? For what reason? How does it benefit us to be that harsh towards ourselves? If we heard anyone say those things to one of our loved ones, we would be in there straight away defending them. So why don't we do that with ourselves? A few questions for you in this point. Is it habit? Is it the influence of our primary carers? You know, those people that were had, had the predominant effect on us growing up. Is it what they said to us growing up about ourselves that we now just believe? Or is it the life lens that we look at ourselves through these days, maybe because of hurt or betrayal or rejection? Does social media play a part in it, the whole comparison thing? Have we even ever stopped to ask yourself any of these questions? And are we really truly fully aware of not just how we speak to ourselves, but how often we do it? I want to encourage you in your own time to see if you can remember a time in your life that you didn't feel that way about yourself and see if you can pinpoint the shift. Now, for many of you, you will already know where that shift happened. But for the rest of you, can you pinpoint it? And for all of you, I stress, I stress pinpoint. We don't camp there. Okay, my role as a life coach is to get my clients to focus on their here and now and help them work out how they can move forward. And I want you to make that your focus too. Whether you can remember that shift or not, the most important thing is your here and now. Do you want to keep thinking these negative thoughts about yourself? And if the answer is no, then the change can start today. Now, you can't necessarily change every negative thought that you have about yourself all at once, but start with one of them. 
Make it easy on yourself. Choose the thought that sometimes you think bad about yourself on, but other days you're kinder in your thinking. Become aware on the better days of what's happening in your life that day. You might want to write these points down. Where are you? What are you doing? Who are you surrounded by? And how do those things impact your feelings towards yourself? Let me say those again. Where are you? What are you doing? Who are you surrounding yourself with? And how do those things impact your feelings towards yourself. I want you to make a note of those answers, those things, so that on the days that the the negative takes over in that one thought towards yourself, you can have a look at your notes and see is there something you can apply immediately that could help you break the lies in that moment and help build a little truth in your thinking. Because you see, sometimes we think that change has to be this big dramatic thing, but the truth of the matter is The most realistic and effective change takes place one small consistent step at a time. So when it comes to this point, have a go, take one step and let's begin the journey of being less hard on ourselves so that slowly but surely we can change how we see ourselves. And so for my final point for this podcast, I want to shift gears a little and deviate slightly away from the coaching side of things and finish with a bit of the motivational speaker side because the final thing that I sensed as I reread all your responses of those not so nice thoughts when it comes to how you see yourself was I just don't know how often you're all hearing the truth about who you are. So many are just living out their everyday days and one day turns into another and it can be a little bit of a like a groundhog day. One day you're looking forward to Christmas and the next week it's March. You know what I'm saying? So we've got to be careful that we're not just letting life pass us by. This is your life and you need to grab hold of it and make it work for you. But if you're not your own best cheerleader in terms of how you see yourself and what you want for your life, then the lies of the mind are going to eat you up and spit you out. Well, not on my watch. Let me tell you who you are. You are unique. There is no one else quite like you here on this earth. Hence why no one else has your fingerprint. Even if you are an identical twin, you still don't have the same fingerprint. I was saying to the participants of our conference for camera workshop recently, we were looking at the comparison. And I was saying, even if you think that someone is very like you, you think that maybe there's only a hair's breadth of a difference between the two of you. Well, if you have two lines that represent each of you, if you follow those two lines out far enough into the stratosphere, the gradient, the space that develops between means the truth is you're actually worlds apart. Why? Because as I reiterate, there is no one else quite like you and no one else can be you. You have gifts and abilities inside of you for the benefit of others. You are needed You have a role to play here. And as I have said in one of my previous podcasts, you are seen, you are heard, and you are loved. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you have been created for such a time as this. So don't be letting anyone or anything else tell you differently, including the lies in your mind. And you know that this is gospel. You know that this is truth that I am speaking. Why? Because it is resonating with you right now, isn't it? Some of you are even wishing that I would shut up right now because all this truth, it's making you uncomfortable. Why? Because I am breaking through the lies that are trying to hold you captive. And the truth deep within you is hearing what I'm saying right now, and it agrees. You are so, so significant. 
So when are you going to start believing it? When are you going to start receiving it? Is it not exhausting thinking all those horrible things about yourself? I mean, does it not just make you miserable? Would you not rather feel free? I was reminded this week of a story that someone told me about a dream that they had had. And this woman, up until she'd had this dream, had lived under the, under the lie that I had lived under of believing that she wasn't pretty enough, externally pretty. Um, and this woman believed in God. So she was telling me about how in the dream, God and her were standing on the top of a mountain and they were looking out over the land. And for wherever this lady looked, wherever she looked, all she could see were the most beautiful women here on this earth. In the sense of specifically any woman that in her lifetime that she deemed to be pretty, those were the women that she was looking at. And God turns to the woman and says to her, you get to choose out of all of these women, you get to choose who you think is the most beautiful woman. And from this day forward, you get to be her. You get to look like her. Well, the woman's delighted. She's so excited because in amongst even the everyday women that she thinks are beautiful, you've got your reality stars, your your celebrities, your supermodels, they're all in there. And the lady's trying to decide which one to go with. And she is on the verge of her decision when out of her peripheral, she sees another woman that she hadn't noticed before. And this particular woman is very familiar to her. She can't quite place her. She keeps looking at her thinking, where do I know her from? Where do I know her from? And it's only when this particular lady looks at her directly in the eye, she realizes who she is. She recognizes her. The woman realizes that she's looking at herself. And in that moment, she knows that when it comes to who she chooses to be the most beautiful woman that she wants to be, well, she knows that there's only one that really and truly she wants to be. And she told me how in the dream at that moment, something broke for the good, something broke in a beautiful way within her in that moment, because for the very first time, she was looking at herself through a lens of purity. She was looking at herself through a lens of truth. And for the very first time, she could see not just her inner beauty, but her outer beauty the beautiful woman that she had been created to be. So in that moment, she chose herself, she accepted herself, and then she woke up from the dream. And so I was wondering, you know, why am I be- being remember- why am I remembering this dream this week? And it didn't take me long to realise why. It's because it's time. It's time for you to stop wrestling. It, it, it's time for you to stop wrestling with how you see yourself and instead simply accept yourself and what a beautiful choice you could make right there but you've got to make the decision that it's time for change over this podcast I've suggested some of the best ways and simple techniques that you could begin to apply to your life today so that you can start to experience that change but really it's up to you And that's the final point that I want to get across in this theme. Fundamentally, when it comes to how you see yourself, the power for good is in your hands. So perhaps it's time for you to take that power and begin to believe in yourself. Because when it comes to the alternative, that which you've been living out of so far, as I always like to say, how has that worked out for you? How is that working out for you? How about moving forward. You keep re-listening to this podcast episode and the main three points that I've highlighted here on the theme of how we see ourselves and you begin to make some decisions for yourself because I tell you something, you can't keep going like this. You can't keep being your own worst enemy. 
you need to, in fact, you owe it to yourself at the very least to take one step towards standing on that mountain and choosing you, accepting yourself. So let's make a decision today. Let's decide to make 2023 the year that we change up how we see ourselves for good. Hey everyone, thanks for listening and I hope you'll tune in to my next episode. In the meantime, feel free to share this one with someone that you know and as always, stay encouraged.